1: Today is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. Elon Musk hints he's looking into Biden's involvement in Ukrainian bio labs. What is Biden's involvement in Ukrainian bio labs? Get ready for a Benny Show fact check today. DOJ declines to release communications on Biden's documents. Oh, that's curious. And a pro-life activist raided by the FBI found not guilty. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, there are truth and reconciliation commissions that get set up all around the world after a horrible crime. You could name the crime. It could be the Holocaust. It could be apartheid in South Africa, whatever. OK, there, there, what, you know, whatever the, the awful thing that was committed by your government that happened, there comes a point where there is a truth and reconciliation moment. For the population where people must have a shared truth where the propaganda must be eroded and destroyed officially where the realities of circumstance must be borne by the people who are living perhaps and oftentimes without direct knowledge of how evil their government is or the crimes that their government is committing sometimes in their name. And they have no idea. There are moments in human history where entire cultures and nations must come to grasp with the truth about what's going on, the hard facts and reality must be presented to them, and then the reconciliation, the understanding that we actually did this, these are the realities of what happened, and how do we move forward in a way where it doesn't happen again? This is a common occurrence because truth is a prerequisite to reconciliation. In order to understand how to not have a crime or a horrible event occur once more, you must have a shared truth about how we got there, what type of criminality, crime, corruption, fraud, draft was created to get there, and then you must have yourself a reconciliation. The truth must be established, and the reconciliation says, hey, we're not going to do this again. This was wrong. This was dangerous. This cost us lives, money, treasure, or other people's lives, money, treasure, and so on and so forth. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the lessons that we're learning right now in Ukraine. And let's begin our truth and reconciliation about the narrative of bio labs in Ukraine, okay? What are they what are the facts we're going to put forward to you this morning actual fact checks we're going to go to the far left-wing media and we're going to describe a set of shared information shared realities that we even have with our left-wing counterparts that try to destroy this show every single day and by the way before we get into it shout out to you shout out to our audience thank you for subscribing thank you for watching thank you for liking thank you for sharing This is how we keep going. We're seeing record viewership. I might dare say that our show is uh, one of the fastest growing, possibly, in the movement. And we do our best. We've been researching literally day and night in order to get to this point where we can actually have a logical, fact-based conversation with you about what is happening in Ukraine. What are the realities? And more importantly, what don't we know? about bio laboratories in Ukraine funded by our government with the help of the Bidens. So let's start with facts, ladies and gentlemen. Let's begin with the facts of the case. What do we know? So for a fact, we know that Hunter Biden's laptop is authentic and real and that everything on it came from Hunter Biden and is a direct piece of evidence about what that man was up to at the behest of his father. We know this. The dumbest people in politics, the dumbest people on the political left admit this. Eric Swalwell, Mr. Honeypot, fang, fang, bang, bang, too dumb to know that he was sleeping with a Chinese spy, but smart enough to realize the sun is hot and that Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Eric Swalwell stating that Hunter's laptop is real California Democrat Eric Swalwell booted from the House Intelligence Committee last week by McCarthy, brilliant move, uh, over his personal relationship with a Chinese spy, repeatedly referred to Hunter Biden's infamous laptop as real during a press call on Monday. But he incorrectly blasted House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer uh, as a 2020 election results denier. Swalwell made the remarks in a Zoom press conference organized by the Congressional Integrity Project, a Democrat group that aims to counter investigations of the Bidens, Bicomber. Really? So now Eric Swalwell, along with the New York Times, CNN, entire left wing agiprope media admitting that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. Watch.
2: Just want to walk you through what what I think will be a very simple response from House Democrats over the next two years. Uh, and, and it's uh, a 3D response, I, I would say. Uh, you know, it's discredit. It's defend and it's deliver. So make sure, you know, from the get foundationally, it's clear that these guys have uh, no credibility. And and, and again, uh, James Comer, somebody who voted, you know, to deny, you know, the outcome of the election, somebody who has stood up and defended General Flynn, one of the leading insurrectionists, he should come to the table with zero credibility.
3: Hmm.
1: Okay. One of the D's in there isn't uh, Eric Swalwell's D and D Fang. Uh, uh one of the things he's best at eric swalwell did sleep with the chinese spy eric swalwell was booted off the intelligence committee because he had no intelligence but even eric swalwell knows the sky is blue and the sun is hot so now we can i mean we just move right along we didn't even need to play you that clip i that that, that clip was pointless he just lied there um but what do we have we have eric swalwell the New York Times, CNN, CBS News, The Washington Post—everyone now admits that everything on that laptop is, in fact, authentic. Period. So why did they need you to think that it was a lie? Now we showed you the article yesterday from Politico saying um, they haven't even apologized for running the psyop on you. That 51 intelligence experts say that this has all the all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. That was a PSYOP run on the American people. They knew damn well that that laptop was real. Now, what were they the most scared of inside of that laptop? Well, you can start with Hunter Biden's personal issues. Hunter Biden, a cokehead that was kicked out of the Navy. Hunter Biden is a bad person. We can begin with that piece of truth, okay? So his laptop is real and Hunter Biden's a bad person. Breaking the Daily Mail this morning. Set up a phone so I can spy on you while showering. Hunter Biden threatened to withhold cash from assistant if she didn't FaceTime him naked text show, as it's revealed a fourth employee with whom he had a sexual relationship. So defend Hunter Biden, will you? In this article, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Hunter Biden is extorting his impoverished assistants. They happen to be people of color, by the way, just in case you're a leftist and really care about that kind of thing. Or if you care about the monstrous behavior of white rich men who are powerful well, Hunter Biden should be target number one for you, shouldn't he? A despicable man who has zero morality, zero moral qualms with the uh, with the most uh, abhorrent behavior. I mean, you can't even scroll through this article because they, you know, because he filmed himself with his assistants and then he extorted them for money uh, in order to have sex with them. Period. That's, it. That's what Hunter Biden did. Okay, again. All of this evidence is on the laptop. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. How was 2022 on your finances? Probably not great. And it's not your fault. Our government is spending way too much money and giving that money to the dumbest people. They passed a $1.7 trillion omnibus package on Christmas Eve just to spite you, to insult you and to tell you that they don't care about you. So maybe this is the year that you should start caring about your savings and securing your financial goals. When you finally had enough of the games that the government is playing with your savings and retirements, you should diversify into gold. Birch gold. I'm tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by our leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, stock market crashes, and here's the great news. You can get in now. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax sheltered retirement account today. Birch gold makes it so easy to convert your IRA or 401k into precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text The word Benny to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, Birch Gold can help you. Text Benny to 989898 today and go gold in the new year 2023. We can start with fact number one Hunter's laptop is real. Fact number two Hunter Biden is a garbage individual with no moral compass, and there's nothing he won't do for money or extortion himself paid to use that Biden name to live the moral degeneracy life that he so cravenly wants. Okay. All right, fine. So what did he do with that life and that privilege? What did he do specifically while his father was vice president? Well, these are things that are actually popping up uh, and resurfacing now because Elon Musk liked to tweet based on the evidence provided about the Hunter Biden, and specifically Hunter Biden's firm, Rosemont Seneca, the firm that was developed with Hunter Biden as a partner, John Kerry's son too involved in this, uh, in order to essentially sell graft and access inside of the United States government. And we're going to get to it all. First off, let me show you the tweet, ladies and gentlemen. Let me show you the tweet that Elon Musk liked. This is a tweet that is causing us to really dive deep on this show because we thought that we should unpack exactly what the reality here is for hunter biden and the bio labs in ukraine dc drano friend of ours good dude also lives in florida remember when the pentagon confirmed the u.s partnered with 46 bioweapons labs in ukraine and hunter biden secured millions for one of the labs meta biota well now we have a letter from Zelensky ordering the destruction of government fire files for meta biota i'm sure it's nothing and then he provides the documentation for this uh, and he provides the uh, the images the the order of the destruction of the files and then you can you can scroll up essentially and you can see that elon musk liked this tweet okay so we're going, to go through, uh, we're going to go through every single portion. We're going to break this all down. We're going to go through every bit of this. And you're going to be able to decide. We're even going to f- show you the left-wing fact checks of this and let you see both sides of this issue because we feel like uh, transparency and sunlight is the best disinfectant. But Elon Musk does too. Elon Musk liked this tweet. Luke Radowski, another great individual, is on TimCast all the time. We've met him. We know him. Looks a good homie. He give, gave big eyeballs saying, whoa, what's going on here? And Elon Musk is like, yeah, what's going on here? So that's the most powerful man in the world, a man with a lot of government military contracts, Elon Musk. A, a huge portion of Elon Musk's wealth is government military contracts. So this is newsworthy that the richest man in the world, one of the lead, nay, I say the leading technologist in the world is saying what's going on with biological laboratories in Ukraine. And why is the Ukrainian government destroying the documents? And we happen to currently be in the midst of a classified document scandal about Joe Biden. And we know that those papers had to do with Ukraine. Fact, 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 all of those things lined up. I don't care where you come from. Those are all facts. So ladies and gentlemen, let's begin. What was Hunter Biden's involvement with biological laboratories in Ukraine? Very, very important here. Let's hop up here to the uh, Daily Mail. Hunter Biden did help secure millions in funding for a U.S. contractor in Ukraine specializing in deadly pathogen research, laptop reveals, raising questions about disgraced son of the vice president. This article is uh, bonkers. Okay. And it, there's a lot that's going on here, but we're going to break it down for you, uh, in the way that you would talk to like a 14 year old. Okay. Like the, like, we try and break things. If you can't explain it to a 14 year old, you shouldn't be talking about it. So we spent day and night researching this and we actually have the facts and we have all the receipts more importantly, the black and white about what this business model was. And you're about to have your blood boil. What we, fa- we are shocked at what we found. We're repulsed at what we found. But let's start with the surface level. What's been printed in the press? And then we're going to go into the internal documents. Perhaps these are the documents that Joe Biden was hoarding. Inside of his little Chinese funded think tank. Perhaps these are the Ukrainian documents. We're going to dive into the actual documentation inside of this company. And your your blood is going to boil. Buckle up, buttercup's. Here we go. The Russian government held a press conference saying that Biden helped finance uh, U.S. military uh, biological research in Ukraine. Email correspondence obtained by the Daily Mail from Hunter Biden's laptop shows how the claims may well be true. The emails show how Hunter helped secure millions of dollars in funding for Meta, metabiota, a defense department contractor specializing in research on pandemic causing diseases he also introduced metabiota to allegedly corrupt Ukrainian gas firm Bursama for a science project involving high biosecurity level labs in ukraine president sun and his colleagues invested 500,000 in, 500, in metabiota through their rosemont seneca technology partners they raised several million dollars funding the company from investment giants okay so you can scroll through this uh you can scroll through this uh document but the most important pertinent uh piece of information in this document. It's about halfway through where you can see the email itself. Okay. So here's the email from the vice president of Metabiota. This is the firm that ran one of the biological laboratories in Ukraine. This is the man saying, this is a man thanking Hunter Thank you so much for your time out of your intense schedule to meet with us. We very much enjoyed the discussion. As promised, I have prepared the attached memo, which provides an overview of our engagement in Ukraine. And how we can leverage our team and networks and concepts to assert Ukraine's cultural and economic independence from Russia. So there's the evidence right there. You can see it on your screen. We will never make accusations without showing you the black and white evidence. Why? Because we're better than the left. Do you remember the left would... I mean, they were they were this close to putting Don Jr. in jail for once having a sip of Smirnoff Russian vodka. They were this close to putting Ivanka Trump in jail for once eating a piece of beluga caviar, which comes exclusively from Russia. Ladies and gentlemen. We don't do that. We're not going to sit there and pull the Rachel Maddow thing, the innuendo thing, the guilt by association, blood libel garbage. No. We're going to show you the black and the white. There are more emails. You can go through. There's another email with Hunter Biden and this biological firm, MetaBiota. And here is the usspending.gov contract summary. You can see here how the Defense Department gave multi-millions to MetaBiota. So there are the receipts. Now, what's happening here, ladies and gentlemen? What's happening here? Let's pop over to the New York Post. Let's just pop over to the New York Post, just to reinforce this. Hunter Biden helped secure funds for U.S. biolab contractor in Ukraine, according to emails. What's very important here is that U.S. officials all confirm this. This is fully available on U.S. government websites that Rosemont Seneca, this is the firm, that this is the corrupt firm that Hunter Biden ran, invested money into a pathogen research company, MetaBiota. They raised millions of, for that company. Hunter introduced MetaBiota officials to Bursama, the Ukrainian gas company, that he was a board member for a science project involving biolabs in Ukraine. A memo from MetaBiota officials, then-Vice then, evident, then Vice President Sun, 2014, said the company could assert cultural and economic independence from Russia. MetaBiota Vice President wrote Hunter about the geopolitical issues involving the company's research and former Soviet Republic in 2014. As promised, I prepared the attached memo. We showed you the email. Days later, the Bursama executive, who was paying Hunter Biden, said, you called about a science project in Ukraine. As I understand, Metabiota is a subcontract principal of the DOD. What kind of partnership is Metabiota looking for in Ukraine? The U.S. awarded $23 million to Metabiota later in 2014. Part of it was for Ukrainian research projects, the government spending reports showed. Okay, let's hop down to what we know about our government's involvement in bio-laboratories in Ukraine, because this is really important. So let's follow the fact patterns here. Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Hunter Biden is a scumbag individual who will do anything for money, including extorting his poor assistance for sex. Hunter Biden did help funding a specific bio laboratory in Ukraine called Metabiota and helped get them cash from the U.S. government. We know that. But why? What exactly is the U.S. government doing in Ukraine? and more importantly, in bio-laboratories inside of one of the most unstable and corrupt governments in the world, Ukraine. Why would you, why would you put dangerous bio-laboratories there? Why not have them here in America? I mean, it like, seems like a dangerous question, but like, could you pick a more stable place to do this? Tucker Carlson asked the same questions a couple of months ago on his broadcast. We thought it was relevant for you to listen.
2: Watch. We told you that the Biden administration is funding a number of secretive biolabs in Ukraine, labs that are conducting experiments on highly dangerous pathogens. Now, that's not a story, as we told you, that we wanted to do. In fact, we didn't think it could be true. It's so over the top and bizarre. And in any case, the administration had repeatedly and very aggressively denied that they were doing anything like this. And then they attacked anyone who asked questions about it as a tool of Russia. Russia. We foolishly assume that in this one instance, they might be telling the truth. And then out of nowhere, the Biden official in charge of Ukraine confirmed the story. Toria Nuland, the undersecretary of state, casually mentioned in a Senate hearing on Tuesday that actually, yes, the Biden administration does fund a series of bio labs in Ukraine. And whatever is in these labs is so dangerous that she is deeply concerned these materials will fall into the hands of the Russian military. Now, that struck us as a shocking development. Once again, not for the first time, what had seemed like a nutty conspiracy theory turned out to be true. Toria Newland's testimony raised at least two immediate questions. What exactly are these labs doing with our money and in our name? And why didn't the Biden administration secure the contents of these labs before the Russians invaded? It
1: seems like a very important question. Seems like a very dangerous thing to do. We have more on that in a moment. We're going to show you the internal documents, ladies and gentlemen, of what Hunter Biden's firm was investing in and how the U.S. government, most likely through proxy of Joe Biden, was able to funnel millions of dollars to some of the most dangerous research in one of the most dangerous places on earth, in case you're wondering if your leaders hate you. But let's begin with Victoria Newland in her Senate testimony. Victoria Newland a high-ranking government official at the State Department, the person who is the architect of the Iraq War, just in case you're wondering what kind of pedigree, gets hired by the United States government, Victoria Nuland, who's failed in every single engagement and has cost thousands of Americans their lives and hundreds of thousands of lives around the world, one of the most cravenous uh, and malevolent members of the bureaucracy, gets promoted every single year, said this during Senate testimony about bio-laboratories in Ukraine.
3: go. Well, um, I only have a minute left. Let me ask you, um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces, may be seeking to uh, gain control of so we are working with the ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, russian forces should they approach i'm sure you're aware that the russian propaganda
1: So what you just heard there should be in the archives of shocking government admissions. It's the equivalent of the director of the CIA walking out on camera and saying, yeah, we killed Kennedy. We're sorry about that. Here's the bullet. Here's the plan. Here's the identities of the other shooters. We did it. We didn't like Kennedy. So that's what we did. Oh, also we set up Watergate in order to get rid of Nixon, because he was asking all the wrong questions about us killing Kennedy. We're very sorry about all of that. This is the equivalent of that. This was something that, of course, was percolating as a conspiracy theory. This was being used by Russian, almost said Soviet, maybe the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, this was being used as an attack vector for the United States, saying that the Russian foreign ministry and forces, and we're certainly not trying to stand for them, But they're saying that the United States runs biological laboratories in Ukraine and that they're they're dangerous. And then Victoria Nuland comes out and says, yes, we do. Huh? Tucker's reaction was apropos, listen.
2: Apparently there's a lot of this going on in Ukraine funded by the United States. Did you know that? Why Ukraine? We don't know, we can only guess. We do know that in 2010, The U.S. government helped fund construction of a brand new level three biolab in Odessa, Ukraine. The purpose of that lab was not to eliminate or secure aging Soviet weapons. No, that lab was designed for research on new and quote, especially dangerous pathogens in Ukraine, the poorest country in Europe. Again, not a hotbed of biomedical research. Why Ukraine? We don't know. Someone should find out. We do know that the Pentagon talking points you saw reported as fact on television today and last night were an utter lie. Did the reporters who repeated those talking points verbatim know they were a lie? Maybe they did. On the other hand, how would they know? They didn't bother to do any reporting whatsoever. They got a text from some Biden administration flack and they just read it on the air like it was true. You shouldn't be surprised because that's what they do. And it's possible they're afraid not to do that. They know if they stray from the script the White House has written for them, they'll be denounced from the briefing room as tools of Putin.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, it is super important on a subject like this to look at all sides and, more importantly, to look at facts that have been released to us, what little there are, on these laboratories, and to start to establish, again, the truth so that we can have reconciliation. Do you think that it's smart for our government To be funding biological laboratories dealing with typhoid fever, Ebola, SARS-CoV-3, 4, 5, 6, 7? Do you think that that's smart in Ukraine? More importantly, do the Russians control these labs now? Benny, 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 don't get over your skis here in paranoia or craziness. I mean, of course, the Russians don't control the labs. Oh, really? Well, why don't you head on over here to the Department of Defense fact sheet? This directly from our government, media.defense.gov. Let's go ahead and read this, shall we? This is what our government admits about these laboratories. Biological threat reduction, Part of the Department of Defense Cooperative Threat Reduction Program. They always try and bury these things. By the way, in acronyms, uh, we'll like we'll try to simplify this for you. Since 2005, the Department of Defense has spent, according to their own fact sheet, 200 plus million dollars in Ukraine, supporting 46 Ukrainian biological laboratories, health facilities, and diagnostic sites. By supporting safer and effective disease detection, this assistance directly improved Ukraine's COVID-19 response. Well, let me ask you a little something. Why was it up to us to sort out Ukraine's COVID-19 response? Is that what you thought your taxpaying money was going to as you watched the bridges crumble and the roads crumble in your hometown? Was that what was on the most? Was that the most concern for you? Top of mind as your egg prices spiral, a dollar per egg? This program began to work with Ukraine to reduce the risk posed by the former Soviet Union's illegal biological weapons program, which left Soviet successor states with unsecured biological materials after the fall of the USSR. The only problem with that line, ladies and gentlemen, is that the fall of the USSR was 20 years before they even got started on this program. So what do you mean? So these just sat around for 20 years? So the most dangerous pathogens on planet Earth just sat around for 20 years? Also, why wasn't it our stance, and I'll just go here right now, would it is it smarter to develop or to maintain the world's deadliest pathogens, and then pathogens, of course, that we can't even know of because they're not reported in fact sheets like this? Again, we're reading to you directly from the Department of Defense.
0: That's shopify.com slash system.
1: Corrupt, deeply corrosive environments like in Ukraine. Or would it be better for the United States policy to be like, we will give you this amount of money for us to come in and just destroy these once and for all and to bury them into the earth and to ensure American scientists pop in, destroy all samples, bury the labs deep underground, and we're done. Like Chernobyl. We're just finished here. It would probably be better for us to do that. That's what I would prefer my past dollars. That would be like America securing the world. That would actually be a smart way to do things. Let's get rid of the thing that is unstable, that could potentially cause horrible human suffering. And we'll help you do that. I'd be like, okay, fine. I'll sign that check. But instead... Our DOD was, according to its own document, maintained a relationship with Ukraine through to the present day. Ukraine uses laboratory improvements provided by the United States and other partners to provide broader public veterinary health goals and monitoring the spread of COVID-19, along with controlling African swine fever, Ebola, and other infectious diseases. Just to mention a few. ...of the benefits of this Ukrainian partnership. Now we pop down here. So they have outwardly stated... ...that they are dealing with some of the most dangerous... ...biological pathogens... ...on planet Earth. And now we jump down here to the Department of Defense's... ...terrifying admission here. Right near the end of the document. Russia illegally took possessions of two Ukrainian-owned laboratories... ...that were upgraded by the United States and now have denied Ukrainians access to these facilities. Huh? So here is the admission by our own Department of Defense that Russia... ...operates and has taken control of Ukrainian biological laboratories... ...that the United States helped build, fund, and maintain. After Russia launched its unlawful investigation into Ukraine... Responsibly order the safe and secure disposal of samples. These actions limit the danger of accidental released pathogens should Russia's military attack laboratories. This seems idiotic. Why would you put biological laboratories inside of Ukraine? 46 of them. This statement from our own Department of Defense. Ladies and gentlemen, more importantly, we have the answer to that in part. Moving over here to the Rosemont Seneca investment in Metabola. Metabiota, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the actual investment document here. You can read exactly what the grift was. What was exactly going on here with Hunter Biden and the investment in this firm? Hunter Biden's firm, Rosemont Seneca Partners, Technology partners. That's what RSTP stands for on this document. This is the confidential deal memo. This was unearthed by the Washington Post, Glenn Kessler, the fact checker there, saying that 25 million metabiota series A preferred investment. This is Hunter Biden investing tens of millions of dollars through his firm into metabiota. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of technical jargon here. There's a lot of um, business jargon, but ladies and gentlemen, I would like to bring your to your attention the value proposition of this and why. Why is there a value proposition here for Hunter Biden, specifically with his dad as vice president? Government landscape, defense contractors, defense contractors, large defense contractors such as Northrop Grumman, Lockheed Martin, and government integrators, These government contractors have extensive historical relationships and lobbying efforts with the U.S. government. Northrop Kerman, for example, staffs resources that run the IT backbone for the CDC. Lockheed Martin has a health surveillance system division. The U.S. government agencies to detect and react to domestic public health emergencies. However, they lack the trusted international network that Metabiota has in a field of biosurveillance. Additionally, they do not have proprietary data sources. And are not generating their own data. So what does this mean? This means that the scam here was for Hunter Biden to sell or to force or to politically manipulate the federal government, our government, to invest in these biological laboratories in Ukraine. This is the scam, ladies and gentlemen, laid out right here in this confidential Metabiota, deal memo. They are openly talking about it. u s. government coverage. look at the look at the graph. u s. government coverage, international government networks, proprietary datas, defense contractors. This is what it was all about. Large defense contractors will typically only bid on contracts of one hundred million and greater. Due to large defense contractors integrators, current lack of biosurveillance domain expertise, those contracts are awarded. To these players, this was about getting the United States government, in part, to invest in biolabs in Ukraine so that Hunter Biden could make S-tons of money, ladies and gentlemen. And now we get to the really terrifying part here. Down at the very bottom, down to the very bottom, they really get into the the Appendix A. Ebola and a brief history of epidemics throughout history. This is the, and again, I read to you. Directly from a document provided to us by the Washington Post, this is the term sheet for the investment from Hunter Biden's firm into one of the people operating a biolaboratory in Ukraine, Metabiota. This appendix goes through how Ebola, SARS, how smallpox, and all of the plagues that have struck Europe over the past 2,000 years and Hong Kong. How these modern plagues, like the Spanish flu, were able to essentially be utilized for further government funding into biological research of infectious diseases. So instead of making sure that these infectious diseases and their strands die that these dangerous pathogens are disposed of killed and buried into the earth this term sheet which we encourage you to go read at the washington post yourself we'll put up the article here explains how these kind of viruses and these kind of pathogens could actually be utilized in order to peel off money Cash money from our government. You can read the term sheet, man. More people are at risk of infectious disease now more than any other time in history. Infectious diseases are a worldwide problem requiring worldwide attention. Infectious diseases can weaken or strengthen a nation's resources. I'm reading to you directly from the term sheet. From the earliest time to the present, epidemics have affected infected human histories in a myriad of ways. Demographically, culturally, politically, financially, and biologically. In developing nations, this poses even a greater threat. Diseases are threatening to the economic stability of many developing nations. Well, 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 well. Written there in black and white. This is what Hunter Biden's firm was investing in. So, yes, when you see Elon Musk like a tweet about Hunter Biden having financial benefits to operations of U.S., biological laboratories funded in the in the pentagon sheet we want to be careful here in the pentagon sheet they say that these biological laboratories are run by the ukrainians with the assistance of the dod and with the uh financial assistance of the american taxpayer thank you so much because this was clearly top of your mind ladies and gentlemen these are the facts We will happily present to you the fact checks on this. Here's one from Politifact right here, saying the facts behind Russia, right-wing narratives claiming Biden-funded biolabs in Ukraine. This fact sheet will go through what we've just done is actually just read through essentially this Politifact fact check. Metabiota received money from the Pentagon's Defense Threat Reduction Agency to some subcontract work for biological research labs in Ukraine. That's from Politifact. The Hunter Biden narrative is based on affiliation with investment firm that raised money and invested in MetaBiota, a startup that does work related to global health. It is unproven that Biden is involved with the investment decision. Hmm. Is that unproven exactly? Hunter Biden was a partner. And more importantly, in this fact check, which is complete garbage, by the way, this is how you know these people lie to you for profit. Let's scroll down to the very bottom of this fact check. Let's scroll down to the bottom of this fact check. They go through the fact, they go through the investment firm, Hunter Biden's investment firm. They go through what metabiota is. They go through what the narrative is here. And they talk through the realities of the U.S. Okay, there we go. (laughs) PolitiFact does not have access to the hard drive of Hunter Biden's laptop and cannot verify the authenticity of emails allegedly on it or whether they were presented accurately and in context. So you're a fact checker and Eric Swalwell is man enough. Can't believe I just said that man enough. Eric Swalwell, fang, fang, bang, bang. Eric Swalwell is intellectually honest enough to say that Hunter Biden's laptop is real, but PolitiFact can't seem to find themselves a copy of the hard drive and refuses to verify its contents. Well, then you're not a fact checker at all. You're a narrative propaganda maintainer. This isn't a fact check. If you're not willing to look at Hunter Biden's emails and what they say about this, then you are willfully obscuring from your audience what's actually happening here. It's repulsive. We're gonna More and more, we're going to bring these fact checks up on screen, and we're going to talk with you about how perverse and depraved this industry is, how they refuse to actually look at real facts, just like we are. Here's the Washington Post article, The Truth About Hunter Biden and the Ukrainian BioLabs. Hunter Biden's, this is directly from the Washington Post, Glenn Kessler, their top fact checker there, Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca Investment Fund financed the Pentagon's military biological program in Ukraine. Uh, head of radiation, chemical defense, armed Russian forces. Okay, so this is like, these are the claims, okay? So these are the claims and they go through them. So this is the, the top of the article. They're reading tweets. We dug into the records and discussed the deals and questions and the people involved. We're, the reporting on those news outlets are false. Hunter Biden has come under scrutiny for business deals in places such as Ukraine and China that took place while his father was vice president but was not financing these labs. In fact, he was not part of a decision to invest in the company at the center of the Russian allegations. He did not profit from it as he was kicked out of the investment firm over cocaine allegations and made little money from a teeny bit of business in Ukraine. An investment firm tied to Hunter Biden. So where's the Hunter Biden in all this? Let's start with the investment vehicle, Rosemont Seneca Partners. It was founded by Hunter Biden, Devin Archer and Christopher Hines. That's the John Kerry connection. A firm in turn, had a stake in an independent firm called Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners. Through this stake, Rosemont Seneca, Biden was a member, was a member of Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners and would have benefited from a successful investment. But he he was not on the committee handling these. So this is just corporate, this is corporate jargoneering. Metabiota, the contract, was transitioning from a nonprofit to a profit-making enterprise. They sought funding from Wall Street and Silicon Valley. Rosemont Seneca invested $500,000 in what we know is the Seed Round, a new company initial effort to raise capital in the investor. Later that year, they contributed $10 million. These investments were not related to U.S.-funded labs in Ukraine. Instead, investors such as Rosemont Seneca Partners were betting on a new idea, selling insurance to protect the businesses against a global pandemic. Any company seeking to raise money for private equity needs a story to lure investors. Rosemont Seneca partners did that, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Most of the company's work is in African countries, but also, interestingly enough, the Washington Post refuses to acknowledge Hunter Biden's laptop and the emails found therein. Ladies and gentlemen, the emails found on Hunter Biden's laptop state definitively That Hunter Biden was in direct communication with vice presidents at this biological laboratory company and was assisting in getting them funding. So taking a step back here on this, like, very, very big issue, what's going on?
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So, to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing.
1: Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. to get 30, 30, they get 30, they get 20, 20, 20, they get 20, 20, they get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Fact. Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Fact. Hunter Biden's a scumbag. Fact. Hunter Biden utilized his connections with the government in order to fund dangerous projects, in order to guarantee Defense Department contracts and work on those contracts. Ladies and gentlemen, we've seen that time and time and time again. Fact, going through Hunter Biden's emails, you can find, cla- you can find like what looks like classified information directly from our State Department. You can see it. And final fact here, Hunter Biden's firm directly invested in one of the companies that was running one of these biological laboratories in Ukraine. So when you see this tweet from Elon Musk, here's the tweet again. When you see this tweet from Elon Musk, and you see Elon Musk liking this tweet, remember when the Pentagon confirmed that U.S. partnered with 46 uh, uh, Ukrainian, I'm going to say bio labs, Hunter Biden secured millions for one of them, and that Zelensky is ordering destruction of those files, probably because, according to our own Pentagon, Russia was starting to acquire these bio- was starting to take ownership through their conquest in Ukraine of one of these laboratories, well, this seems like a very dangerous game. It does indeed. Maybe that's why Joe Biden doesn't want these documents out in the first place, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe that's why yesterday Joe Biden said about the special counsel that is investigating him. I don't even know what's going on there. I have no idea what's happening there. Maybe this is part of the very, very dangerous game that our elites were playing with your treasure to fund dangerous operations inside of some of the most unstable countries on earth. Whew, baby, those are the facts. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is what Joe Biden had to say as it pertains to the special counsel. Oh, I don't, I don't know. You can see why they're running scared. Watch. One of the, if the, if the, if the, if the uh, special counsel is
2: starting to gas for your testimony, would no,
3: really you give testimony?
1: Mr. President, are you ready? To... Hmm. That's what you're going to see there. What was the operation here with the Biden crime family? The operation was to sell access to our government, the most powerful documents, some of the most powerful information in the world, what our government planned to do or was planning on doing, whether it's the funding of biological laboratories in Ukraine, which the Defense Department admits to and admits to the dangerous, dangerous pathogens inside of those laboratories, or whether it is selling The government's information and intel on Russian invasions, which you can see in Hunter Biden's laptop emails, very specific 22-point foggy-bottom documents about what U.S. intelligence believes is going to happen in that region, you have to ask yourself the question, are we run by the most corrupt group of criminals (laughs) mankind has ever known? And then you have to ask yourself the final question, which is, why did Joe Biden hoard these classified documents? Is this what was inside of them? Do they know? Did they know about this? Did they know about his son's, his son's dealings in this? Is he just trying to be a protective father and keep his son out of jail? We don't know. We know that Joe Biden is as immoral of a man as Hunter. Joe Biden asked about abortion yesterday. Joe Biden purports to be a Catholic. Yet he often, regularly, and has for his entire career stood against Catholic che- teaching and just basic morality as it pertains to the issue of life. Watch. Don't your Don't your abortions. Abortions. No, they are not all
3: doing re- nor is, nor nor is nor that. The re- Mr. President
1: mm, okay, yes. Nor does the Pope he was asked about abortion in America. And Joe Biden essentially saying that the Pope endorses abortion. Pretty sick. What is really abortion? Abortion is really an outgrowth of throwaway culture. Abortion is an outgrowth of the inability to see a human as a human. And I'm talking about that from the moment of actual conception. Because if you reduce sex, which should be a loving exchange between two people that are fully aware that sex leads to babies, and that is the purpose of sex. If you eliminate that, and you cr- and sex becomes simply about a one-way pleasure system for you, and the person you're having sex with is someone you can throw away, as you can see in Hunter Biden's laptop, and his manipulation of his own assistance for sex, somebody you can manipulate, if it becomes just sim- a simple exchange of momentary pleasure, then you have to, abortion, that's where abortion springs from. You have to have abortion then because you're not going to be able to deal with the consequences of that momentary pleasure. You're not going to want those consequences. As you can see, Joe Biden has himself a grandchild that he refuses to acknowledge. Hunter Biden has a grandchild that he refuses to acknowledge with a stripper who lives in Arkansas. These are monstrous individuals, their morality, they have no morality, they have sold their souls, and the Justice Department is doing their best efforts to try and sleeper hold this thing to make sure that this doesn't become a bombshell that gets out of control. This is why the Justice Department and the permanent state, well, they can't let you, they can't have you know about the exchange of documents between Hunter Biden and and corrupt Ukrainian firms that came from our federal government. They have to keep those documents secure. That's why a special counsel was appointed in the first place, so they could claim that ongoing investigations will not allow the Congress to commit oversight into the executive branch and into these documents. So the DOJ has refused to give communications based on these top secret documents with the Bidens to the House committee, That has every right to have oversight over the executive branch. This is happening in real time. They are stonewalling oversight. Marco Rubio going in uh, flamethrower loaded, saying that he's going to now strip funding from these organizations if they don't allow the Congress to do their constitutionally mandated oversight of Joe Biden's handling of classified document watch.
2: Uh, and that would be the House Oversight Committee. That would be Jim Comer also looking into the Biden family, their foreign business dealings, whether or not there was influence peddling, uh, but also the document issue. And then Jim Jordan looking into the FBI and the DOJ. Is the FBI politicized the DOJ weaponized? Um, it would appear that the DOJ is now taking the position that they are going to stonewall every investigation, every step of the way. They'll probably end up taking it to court and and they don't want to be transparent, and they won't be transparent. That's my guess where this is headed. Does Congress have any other means available to it? Can you expedite the legal process?
3: Well, not just the legal process, but listen, every one of these agencies, their budgets are approved by Congress. They have to be authorized by the committees that have oversight. We have oversight over the FBI's counterintelligence division. And so it gives us an angle on the Department of Justice. And we certainly have oversight over all the agencies who these documents, by the way, belong to. These documents that they have in their possession do not belong to the FBI or the Department of Justice. They belong to the intelligence agencies that author authored them. And they should be answering to us. And if they don't, then I think that we're going to have to begin. And to do some of the things that we can do here in terms of not authorizing, signing off funding, et cetera, until they respond to us.
1: Man, my head is like my head is hurting right now at the preponderance of evidence of corruption here. We just 45 minutes, like nearly an hour detailing Hunter Biden's corrupt dealings with firms that ran biological laboratories in Ukraine and the funding of them. We showed you the receipts. We have more for you, by the way. Hunter Biden's Alcoa email promising Russian oligarchs info raises fresh concerns about Joe's access. Again, what is the crime? Is the crime that Hunter Biden smoked crack or that he had a duplicitous, degenerate sex life? No, actually. The crime, and let's not get it twisted, the crime is Hunter Biden's access to classified information and potentially selling that information for the benefit of the Biden crime family to pad his father's bank account. Hunter Biden in emails and text messages with his own family members saying that Joe Biden makes Hunter give him half his salary. Tax documents showing that Hunter Biden paid Joe Biden rent, that Hunter Biden paid for the repairs at Joe Biden's house, that they intermingled and commingled funds day and night through Hunter Biden's business dealings. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Biden selling American secrets to Russia? Ho ho ho. They're getting both sides of this deal, as they say in the real estate business. Hunter Biden can get payouts from Ukraine and from Russia. Doesn't that work great? Isn't that working great? James Comer says, uh, yeah, we're looking into this. Watch. Is it normal for VPs to take their notebooks with them when they leave office?
4: No, nothing that Joe Biden's done with respect to mishandling these classified documents is normal. Take into consideration that he's also being investigated for influence peddling with our adversaries around the world. And it's even more concerning. Look, more information comes out every day where his son, especially as well as his two brothers, have uh, had shady business dealings with our adversaries around the world. And part of what they would do when they would make a pitch to these shady characters uh, in these foreign countries is uh, prove to them that they actually had direct access to their brother and that they had direct access to people at the highest levels of our federal government. So, well, when we learned that Joe Biden had classified documents spread all over the place and that uh, Hunter Biden especially lived in his house where he had those classified documents, uh, we became extra concerned. And that's why this this investigation Uh, is of the utmost importance for the United States Congress, as well as the American people.
1: Hunter Biden sent an email to an American aluminum company, this from the New York Post, and promising information on Russian oligarchs It's raising fresh concerns of the first son's access to classified documents recently discovered in his father's Wilmington, Delaware home. Lawmakers prepare to investigate allegations of influence peddling. Documents dating back to 2011 from the Notorious Laptop from Hell show that Hunter Biden offered to sell intelligence on Russian oligarchs to the U.S. aluminum firm Alcoa for $55,000, according to the Post-exclusive October 2021 report. His father served as the former... President Barack Obama's second in command, Hunter Biden offered to provide statistical analysis and political and corporate risks, elite network associated with the Russian CEO of the basic elements company, which had just signed to supply a agreement to Alcoa. Hunter Biden also offered the company a list of elites of similar rank in Russia, a map of their network and frequency of interaction. With elites in the country, the deeply detailed proposal has come under sharp scrutiny, given the recent revelations that Hunter Biden had access to Delaware Lakefront home, where secret papers from his father's time as vice president were discovered in a garage, a basement and a library combined with Republicans taking control of the House of Representatives. Jim Banks, high profile former chairman of the Republican Study Committee, told The Post that the Alcoa solicitation fits within the broader picture of the Biden family as the most corrupt family in the history of American politics. The biggest question facing Republican investigators is where to begin. Here's the email, ladies and gentlemen, of Hunter Biden sending off to his partner inside of Ukraine, spent the entire show talking to you about Hunter Biden's business dealings in Ukraine as they relate to biological laboratories run by the Department of Defense. 200 million bucks. Hundreds of millions of dollars on the table. Hunter Biden is able to get rich off of running these contracts. Ladies and gentlemen, Hunter Biden's a crackhead. And by this point, by the point of sending this email at this moment in in life, April 13th, 2014, Hunter Biden had been kicked out of the Navy because he couldn't even hold down his crack habit while in the Navy. Here's the 22-point email in question. This email is now famous. Written in the diplomatic nuance of a seasoned foggy bottom hand at the state department certainly suspiciously looks like a classified document that hunter biden was copying and pasting until you get down to 22. Point Point <laughs> twenty two, then you can tell that it's hunter biden writing buy a cell phone from a 7-eleven and i'll do the same so that we can have burner phones oh man oh man they're so corrupt they're so corrupt these things ain't they don't make no sense as our grandfathers used to say, and so doesn't make no sense. Don't make no sense when you look at the Pelosi body cam footage released last Friday. We, this happened while we were live on air, so we really didn't get a chance to like break through it. And we'll probably devote a whole show to the curiosities found therein in the law enforcement release body cam footage of the Paul Pelosi attack. But ladies and gentlemen, law enforcement is facing major criticisms for this response and how it could have been prevented. Police also missed the moment the attacker was caught on surveillance cameras that we did talk about. So you have this attacker who goes through in a surveillance camera, David DePapes' his name. He smashes through the window, makes it horrible ruckus, has to use his giant body to hurl himself into the Pelosi's house with a hammer. And the Capitol Police can't catch this. Nobody can catch this. Nancy Pelosi's house, like right on the street. Nobody caught, nobody, nobody caught this happening. Watch.
2: The federal officer, as well as federal assault on the immediate family member of a federal employer officer, that carries with it a potential penalty of 30 years in addition to that 20. And that's in addition to the six state charges that include assault and attempted kidnapping and more. So what we're looking at here is an absolutely violent entering attempted entering into a home keep in mind that one of those charges is burglary which includes in it the false you know entry into a home and abode with the intent to commit a felony so what this is doing is step one of that burglary now we see him actually entering oh that's frightening
1: where's the capitol police Where, like, again, what this really, the the real, like, tantamount crime that adds up here is that you have created a lawless society and no one is safe. It's Gotham. It's Gotham Redux in real life. The body cam footage of this attack is raising a lot of curiosities, a lot of people asking who opened the door and why is Paul Pelosi holding a drink? I don't know what's in the drink. Is it alcohol? Is it water? Nobody knows. That does, This seems very peculiar. The body cam footage, ladies and gentlemen, once again, raising questions. Watch.
4: Fucking said. 2620, right? No, 2640. Oh. Yeah, look, literally said that. Hi. How you doing? How are you? What's going on,
3: man? Everything's good. All right drop the
1: hammer. Um
3: no. Nope. Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey. What is Hard going hammered.
4: on? I'm
3: here? not getting
1: any on oh. 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 So, we've uh you know, cut the footage short because we don't want to show graphic violence, but ladies and gentlemen, um you have a uh situation here that is undeniable. Where Paul Pelosi is acting very, very strange. Why is he acting so strange? Why isn't he as was stated in the initial police reports and by the famous NBC News clip that somehow got this NBC reporter booted off air, he didn't declare an emergency. He didn't run out screaming to the police officers. He didn't say, this guy is in my home attacking me. Now, maybe Paul Pelosi is trying to play cool. Maybe Paul Pelosi, we know that he struggles with alcohol. Maybe he was drunk. Maybe Paul Pelosi was blackout and he didn't actually know what was going on here. That's that's a legitimate option and possibly one of the most, I think, logical Occam's razor level options in this entire peculiar and deranged story? Why would a criminal allow Paul Pelosi to call 9 and then scream his name out during the nine one one call? We now have that call. You can hear it happen. Listen.
3: Friday. Anyway, this, this gentleman
1: says that uh, he
2: thinks
1: that he to, you know, he me to put the phone
2: down 20, and uh, just do what he says. 18 seconds. Okay.
1: Okay. Who? What's the gentleman's name? I don't know. What's that? My name's David. The name is David. OK. So that doesn't make any don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. None of it makes sense. Again, raise it. We're glad that this was all released. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. This raises more questions. Maybe it was that Paul Pelosi, who we know is a drunk, was just blackout and he wasn't, you know, he's behaving like a belligerent. We're not sure but it's very strange. The footage uh, clearly shows Paul getting attacked. It shows this man breaking into his house for whatever reason. This man's clearly insane. Clearly not some type of seasoned arc criminal, MAGA attacker. No. This guy is an illegal immigrant, criminal, drug abusing, psychedelic drug abusing nudist who should have never been in this country in the first place. So strange, ladies and gentlemen. So strange. And it is important, though, to bring you this news. It is good news, actually, that we got this footage. At least you can see it. And as we say, sunlight is the best disinfectant. That's why we did an entire show on Ukraine and biological laboratories. We did the whole show on it. That's, I mean, it's important for you to know the facts when you hear these narratives and for you to see what's going on. It's also important for us to bring good news to your attention. There's not a lot of it, but when we do get good news, uh, we must celebrate it. Pro-life activist Mark Houck found not guilty in Philadelphia. Mark Houck was the victim of a horrific raid by Biden's DOJ attacking him for defending the sanctity of life. He was found not guilty of all charges. Not guilty. Y'all got to feel me. Mark Houck. American hero. Watch
4: time. Breaking moments ago, a verdict in the trial of an anti-abortion activist facing more than a decade in prison after a confrontation outside a clinic. Mark Meredith is live in Washington with more on the breaking details. Mark.
1: Trace, good afternoon to you. Well, moments ago, we heard from the legal team representing Mark Calc, as you mentioned, is the pro-life activist who was facing federal charges of violating something known as the Federal Face Act, or the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances. This is video from last week as he was arriving at a Philadelphia courthouse at the start of his trial. And as we have talked about moments ago, his legal team told Fox News that they were thrilled with the outcome upon learning that he had been acquitted of both charges. He was potentially facing up to 11 years behind bars. Okay, so walking free. Good for him. Facing 11 years behind bars. I mean, these people are (laughs) such monsters. They'll have to answer. They'll have to answer someday. They'll have to answer someday for their worship of this demonic practice. All this man did was stage a peaceful protest outside of a abortion clinic. And Joe Biden raided him. Mr. Catholic Joe Biden. Whew, man, there will be a judgment day. There's judgment day for Ron DeSantis. Florida judge dismisses lawsuit against DeSantis' administration over illegal immigrant flights. Leon County judge, circuit judge, has dismissed the lawsuit, alleging that the Florida Department of Transportation and contract did not fully comply with public records requests about controversial state funded flights to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. Judge Angela Dempsey last week issued two similar decisions, rejecting the lawsuit from the nonprofit Florida Center for Government Accountability. The center, uh, the center contended that the department and the contractor violated the state's public records law by not fully providing requested documents about the flights for 50 migrants from San Antonio, Texas, to Martha's Vineyards. The flight, engineered by Ron DeSantis' administration, had drawn national scrutiny. <laughs> oh, man. Or just natural uh, national uh, hilarity. From these people getting a taste of their own medicine inside their own little sanctuary state. Speaking of sanctuary, Donald Trump has sanctuary on social media. He's uh, allegedly going to be back on Facebook. Facebook is allowing Trump back on Instagram and on Facebook itself as a platform. Facebook uh, is uh, joining Twitter and allowing Trump back. According to reports, Trump will be back on those platforms. Trump has changed his social photo, his avatar to a painting of Donald Trump as an American flag uh, with the angry Trump face. This is now his new truth social avatar. He updated his picture for the first time in 10 years. So now this is Donald Trump's new new photo, the Braveheart war paint from Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. And we are at war. We're at, we are at war. And you could argue that we are actually literally in a hot war with Russia. We just sent them Abrams tanks It's dangerous time. I mean, these people running our country, they're so reckless, and they're so malevolent, and they make dumb decisions that threaten you and your security and your family. It is very important to remember that those people are not ultimately in control. They may be in control of some very bad decisions here on Earth. It's always been the case, but they are not in total control. Only God is in total control. These people are belligerent clowns, and they'll have their day. For us believers, ladies and gentlemen, we have our day, and every day on this show, we share a Bible verse with you. Today's verse, to give you a little centered piece here, for he has delivered me from every trouble. My eyes has looked in triumph on my enemies. This from Psalms fifty-four. Looking on triumph on my enemies, ladies and gentlemen. We are in the midst of a war. It is a culture war. It is a war that has been set forth from the first days, from the dawn of creation. God has been in control. There has been a fight and a battle over this earth. And unfortunately, we live inside of a fallen place. It's designed that way. It's allowed to be carried on that way. And so make sure that you put your hope in true things true purposes and vectors for hope, ladies and gentlemen. Not the Republican Party, certainly not the Democrat Party, certainly not individual politicians or uh, uh, fads of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hope in something real and something everlasting and make sure that you are delivered from your troubles the way that we are delivered from our troubles by focusing on the things that actually drive us on this show, God, Family, Country. Those are the pillars that we function from on this program. And certainly uh, those are the things that guide us as we seek truth, ladies and gentlemen, every single day on The Benny Show. We go on offense on this show and we do it for you. We thank you very much for watching. Uh, We hope you learned a little bit more about biological laboratories in Ukraine, the Biden's involvement, and so on and so forth. Ladies and gentlemen, sunlight is the best disinfectant and you must have truth before reconciliation. So let us speak truth. We do it every day here. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. See ya.